If you're the kind of dad who feels that money can't buy happiness, but you can lease with an option to buy, do you see what I did there, Coach? Yes. Then this is the podcast for you. Fletchlines early and often make us what we are. And what we are is Bad to the Dad, the podcast that celebrates suburban dad life, along with my good friend, my partner, the Beyond Sausage to my egg and cheese, <laughs> Coach Randy. My name is Adam D., and we welcome you, the listener, for episode two of season four. Coach Randy, hello. Hello, Adam D. Uh, it's nice to have you back in the den. It is great to be back in the den. It's like uh, it's like old times, but I feel like, you know, we're, we're, we're doing what the government tells us to. It's like, uh, go back at 25%. Mm-hmm. And we are at uh, literally at 25% in this room. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're 100% of us. 100%. But our guests are still Zooming. It's uh, uh, still Zooming. And so, uh, uh, no, it's nice. You know what I also want to know is, is that we survived, right, road trips, uh-huh. OBX, yep. did our quarantine, followed the rules, I'm pretty proud of us that we uh, we took the, the the illness seriously and we are COVID free. We are good. Did you get tested? I was waiting until you got your results. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you let, let me be the guinea pig. You let me go first. There was no way I was sticking a, a Q-tip down my yeah. nose again. It's an extremely <laughs> uncomfortable situation, and I hope I never have to deal with that again. Yes. But antibodies. All right, yes. so I, I I can't give yeah. platelets, so yeah. I wasn't exposed, and I did that yeah. twice. And then I had the uh, yes, the uh, the little mini kitchen scrub brush yes. shoved up my nose. Yes. And uh, I had to tell you, I feel like I'm, I'm I can be a manly man when I want to be. Yes. But I was yay close from punching that nurse in the oh stomach. Oh my god! Yeah. Yes. Anything, so. to, anything to get her to back up. Yeah. No, that was uh, a one once, hopefully, God willing, lifetime experience. Because all I remember is that uh, when I went through the first time, uh, I thought it was be the spit test. Uh huh. And they have those. And they have those. They said no chewing, no no chewing gum, no coffee. So I thought they could taste my my spit. And when I got to the window, they they, I rolled my window down, and she says, "No, here's a piece of Kleenex. Blow everything out." I was a little confused. Yeah. And I remember she took that 17 foot Q-tip and just jammed it. Yeah. (laughs) Like the thing is, it just keeps going. And yeah. keep going. You think, all right, three seconds? No, yes, why, no, no. why are we still doing I this? I think it feels like an hour and a half. And then, you know, after stabbing your brain, I remember there was cotton, there was cotton in my mouth from the swab. <laughs> from I, the swab. I, I was brought to tears. Yes. Yes. So <laughs> I figured, yes. Uh, I knew you were getting tested, and I figured if you came back with some unpleasant news, then we would go getting tested. But then by then... We knew we had it, and so life would be okay, and we would just deal with it. The but... news, the news is pleasant, except for the stick up, up the nose. Yes. But you know, I again thought I was tough. Maybe not as tough as I thought. But you know who's tough? You know who's, who's tough? tough with the with the marketing, with the graphic design, uh, with the the, the entire enterprise wide business plan. Let me guess. Let me guess. That must be Becky Berman. Becky Berman. BermanCS.com. BermanCS.com. Berman branding. Berman branding, and I'm. She's just not one of our sponsors. I'm actually now a. Consumer, client, yeah. I'm a client. What is she doing for you, Coach? She's uh, helping me with my website. She's helping me with my uh, my focus. I have literally had to transform my entire business. Um, I just had my one and only and last speaking presentation cancel Oof. on me in September. Oof. So uh, I have one virtual. 
uh, in October during uh, uh, Bully Prevention Week. But uh, this time last year, I was uh, on fire. And uh, I've got no physical workshops, presentations, keynotes. Um, so she's helping me rebrand myself in a whole different uh, environment. And this is the important thing about Becky Berman. You yes. know, for her... Marketing isn't just a hobby. I mean, this is this is her job. I mean, mm -hmm. she's well-trained. Mm -hmm. She's well-skilled. She's got a team. You mm -hmm. mentioned she's got a team. She's got a team. Go to her her social media pages, right? Oh, Go yeah. to at Berman Branding. Go to Berman Branding on, on Facebook. Go to her website, again, BermanCS.com. And you're going to see little tutorials about how to make your business thrive. Mm -hmm. Things, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff that we may not have been familiar with until we met Becky Berman. And I, I tell you... We love Becky Berman as our sponsor. And last week, last week, you made an incredible offer. I did indeed. Right? Remember yes. the offer you made? The offer, $15. Yes. If you're a small business, if you're a large business, yes. if you're thinking about a business and you just want to kick up some dirt, see yes. if people might be interested, $15. $15. Per, no, wait. No, no, there's for more. For two episodes. For two episodes. What do you get for your $15? What do you get, Adam D? Please tell our Coach, our you get... Splashes upon splashes on our social media pages, mm -hmm. right? We are going to over-talk your business yep. on the podcast. You might think, you know, you're just a bunch of street-level dads doing a podcast. Who's listening? Yep. Well, what are you doing right now? You're listening. So exactly. if you're listening, then and you know other people are not listening. Not only that, we are nearing 1,000 downloads Oof. a week. Oh, oh, my heart just skipped a few beats. I just beats. went for clumped. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need $15 yes. to... Uh, <laughs> to get, so my almost, cardiologist almost too. a thousand right so let me tell you do you know how many emails and phone calls i got for sponsorships this past week ask me uh how many emails and phone calls did you get for sponsorships this not week? a freaking one not one okay. not one mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and we have friends yeah we have friends dear friends and i don't want to bash our listeners because no. that would not be a good and, thing and you to certainly do. don't want to beg because yes. I, I think I, I hear that's where that this is going well i'm thinking to myself people come up to us and you know, people. I'm not just saying people in general, but we right. have our friends. And they, they, yeah, they, they say, they come up to us. Great podcast, love listening. Not one person has 15 bucks. Mm. Couch cushions, folks. Come on. You know how mm. $15, two coffees at Starbucks. Yeah. Right? Not one. So, not that I want to shame them. But I want to challenge them. I feel a little ashamed for uh, <laughs> for being a shill right now. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right? Because we've worked hard. We're season four. Yes. Right? We start off. No with, turning back now. We, we, we started with maybe ten listeners. Your family, my family. Mm -hmm. So, folks, our friends out there, our daily thousand dollar download listeners, come on, crack open the wallet, give us a shout. Contact us at badofthedad.com. Contact us at badofthedad.com and say I want a sponsor. I'm going to give you fifteen bucks. I'll Venmo. I'll check. I'll Zill. Fifteen dollars. I can afford fifteen dollars in this moment of time. You take it out of your kid's college fund, you won't even feel it. Won't well, even feel it. You'll make it up in the next 10 years. <laughs> Speaking of social media, Coach, <laughs> we're also on the social media, and you can follow us. Most of our handles are at Bad to the Dad. So Instagram, it's at Bad to the Dad. Facebook, forward slash Bad to the Dad. We even have a website where you can check out episodes past and future, as well as some pictures pre-COVID of us and our guests. That is badtothedad.com, badtothedad.com. Dot com And uh, again, that email, if you want to contact us about anything, questions, sponsorship ideas, uh, guest ideas, mm -hmm. it's contact us at badtothedad.com. Coach, one more time. Contact us at badtothedad.com. School starts this week. 
Uh, school starts in, yeah, our I mean, in our town. In I know our most town. of the world started like a week ago, Again, two weeks ago. Here, here in West Orange, uh, the teachers have been gearing up. Uh, kids go back online virtually first day tomorrow, which is uh, which is Monday, yes. and that is September fourteenth. Yes, and I love all the. All the families who've gone back already with their first day photos, yes. pretty much in their pajamas with a yes. backpack on, yes. right? They're in their their fuzzy pants, and then they go right back in mm-hmm. into their into their bedrooms, and mm-hmm. they've got a whole setup with the yes. computer and the Zoom and the cameras and maybe a little whiteboard. So we did the same thing in our house. Good. We printed out first day of school posters, yes. got them snacks, yes. and did all all of the Zoom testing. So uh, we're we're all virtual, I think, until at least November. And then November ninth we'll in our school, maybe a hybrid. You know, a hybrid, yeah. But but the school sports are yes. still happening in the fall, except like volleyball, the indoor so, yeah, sports. the indoor sports. It is uh, yes, they uh, somehow are trying to do it. I mean, as you know, I I coach our town softball program. Yeah, you do. And we're doing you softball. Do it, do it amazingly. Twelve U and fourteen U uh, softball, and uh, it's not easy. I, I I don't think parents truly understand. Maybe they do, and maybe I don't give them enough credit, but things are really different. Just in yeah. my world in softball alone, you have to keep kids six feet apart. The wearing masks, first days, you don't know anybody. It's not like you can pull your mask down and say, hi, I'm Bobby, I love ice cream, right? There's different things you got to do. You have to lean in a little closer got, because and, you can barely hear them. You know, and so you're going to be in the Zoom classes. and There's no more frightening day than your first day of school, especially in a new school mm-hmm. where, you know, my daughter's a freshman, Breeze sixth grade, so I, God love these teachers, but I don't know. I, I think you have some kind of a. Uh, you were sharing with me the other day. Um, how do you, now how do you talk to your kids about school and things like that? It's very challenging. Yes, because you have to find the right window. The right window. Now you have to understand, my kids' summer programs are either canceled or heavily modified, so they've had very very little structure throughout yes. the summer. Ah, uh, little right. structure. Now I, I we have enabled monsters. Yeah. True story. True story. Uh, I think Michaela was having withdrawal symptoms. Withdrawal from what? <laughs> Screens. Screens. Oh, uh-huh. Earlier this week, we've tried to ease them back into going to sleep by uh, a certain time. Yeah. Um, and it was like 1 o'clock in the morning. She's like, Dad, Dad, come on, man. Dad, I just need, need five more minutes of TV. Just let me get it back on. Let me just take a look at my screen. Please, Dad. Please, Dad. Almost like she was a crack addict. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of just <laughs> going with those withdrawals. Um, but I think you have some kind of experience you had with your kids that maybe could be helpful to me to yeah. help mine. Well, well, the same thing with you. You yeah. know, my kids, they go to bed when they want. Or yes. they, that's what they did in the summer. Yeah. They woke up when they want. I love mm-hmm. how I've... You know what they say in, in the military? We do more before 9 a.m. than most people do all day. Yes. Well, you know, I'm, I'm up early. I, you yeah. know, I go for my swim now. Now yep. my gym has the pool. I know. Open, you're so back I'm so open. Yep. And then uh, crack open the, the laptop mm-hmm. and I'm doing Zooms. I probably have, I do four Zooms and, you know, maybe a, like a shark. I bang on a project before <laughs> noon. And then what do I hear at noon? The squeak of the door no. of my, <laughs> my daughter's yes. room. And, and then she's looking at me like, ugh, it's early. Yes. And now I've got that. Shut the you know what up face. Oh yeah, no, and I, I I learned at OBX we let Perry sleep. You don't wake yeah. her up. Uh huh. You don't. If you know what's good for you. Yes. So so here's here's the thing. Here's here's a hack I would right. give to parents who are probably going through the same. So thing. this is uh, Adam D's dad advice. Small window. All right. Where you can talk to your kids about preparing for school and getting back into a structured routine. Mm-hmm. Now here's what I've I've learned. Can't do it when the kids first wake up. Oh no, heaven yeah. to Betsy. Okay. You gotta allow some engine warming up time. Mm-hmm. Can't do it at breakfast, or mm-hmm. at, really at that point, it's brunch. And actually, it's really lunch. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's bordering on lunch and dinner. Or dinner. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you got because then they're hangry. 
So yes. they're cranky and they're hangry. Yes. Right? And then there's that, I got to see who's on Snapchat time. You can't interrupt them during that. <laughs> no, of course All not. Because right? they need two more minutes. Right. Dad, just two more minutes. I'm just, or, or the TikTok time. So right? now we're bordering on two o'clock in the yes. afternoon. Yes. Right? And then, you know, maybe you try to ease your way into a talk about, about that straight. No. No, mm-hmm. um, I got to check sports scores. I got to yeah. see, you know, there's a uh, a Netflix episode I didn't watch yes, last night yes. because I, I I I was just too tired at 4:30 in the morning. <laughs> yes, right. So here here's what I'm getting at. All right, please. There is me. probably a two minute window that I have to talk to my kids about getting ready for school, getting ready for the start of school, getting into a a, a mental zone, a physical zone. So two, minutes, mean, two minutes. Two minutes. Out so of here's what it's hours. like. You remember Apollo 13? I do remember. All right, Apollo those 13. astronauts had yeah. like that. 30-second window yes. to shoot the gap in yes. order to get back into the Earth's Correct. atmosphere. I remember that That's scene. what I have. Yeah. I have two minutes to get my kids' undivided attention All right. where I can talk about school and I'm not going to get snapped at and I know that their attention spans will be right at least you. in a limited feature focused on me. And that's pretty much 4.33 to right. 4.37 if I'm lucky. That's in the afternoon, though, that's right? That's in the... Oh, yeah, definitely later, <laughs> because I'm not up at 4.30. Oh, yeah. Maybe I should be. Yes. But... Because that's when they're just going to bed. Yeah, just, yeah that's when they're going to bed. 4.30 in the afternoon. So, it's between meals. Yes. All right? All of their busy time has... You know, is, is in the past now. Yes. They've spoken to all their friends, Snapchatted with, you know, the, the 2,500 friends they have. Yes. I don't know how they know 2,500 people. Yes. I, I've got maybe uh, 2,500 people on my LinkedIn. And, and that's, and, the, and, that's and maybe, their level. Yeah, and maybe I know 250 of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's when you have to approach and you approach with caution. Okay. Right? When you say approach with caution, give me a little visual here. Okay. It's more of an audio. Okay. Right? There's a certain tone you All have right. to use. It's Perry Aiden. All right. I know you've had a, a, a different kind of summer. Yeah. Right? Because you have to go on with the valid, approach right? that acknowledge, acknowledge and validate. It's been hard. Yes. All right? But yes. we've allowed a lot of flexibility. Yes. You've acknowledged your... Willingness as a parent to say, "Listen, look what we've done for you." Yep, we've given you pro quo. We've given you some good good road trips here. All right, right. right. Yeah. We've had had some fun. Yes, right. There are even some like mini gifts along the way. Yeah, but it's now time to step up. Yeah. So here's what here's what I'm proposing. Yeah. Right. The next couple of nights, you may mm-hmm. want to go to bed at a reasonable time. Doesn't have to be nine at night. Yes. But maybe it's like eleven. Maybe okay. it's like eleven thirty. That sounds fair. That's okay. yeah. So far so good. And can you, can you maintain this? Calm tone. Right. Because if if you're calm yes. and they're out of control, yeah. at least you know, you're know you bringing it back to so, exactly. a more sane base. And it's very hard yeah. to argue with somebody credibly yeah. if you're talking in a tone where they can barely hear it. Yes. And that's also <laughs> because, you, and this is from professional training. Oh, I, I've learned this from uh, hostage negotiators. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the extremes. Exactly. So this is hostage negotiation 101 yes. with your kid about going back to school. So after the first eye roll... Yeah. Right after the, uh, can we not talk about this now? You got to press a yes. little bit. You got a pressure test. And because you, you have to talk about it, you want to talk about yeah. it because it starts tomorrow. What? It starts tomorrow. It starts tomorrow, Coach. <laughs> Meanwhile, Coach. Yes. It's uh, it was Saturday night last night. Yes. Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> yep. Yeah. She had a friend over. Yeah. She went to bed at three in the morning. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I I got nothing. But yes. hey, at least I have the approach. At yes. least I have the theory. Right. And so you got this conversation between 4.30 and 4.37 and 4.38. Yeah, sometimes 4.30 and 4.31 and 30 yeah, seconds. Uh, I can appreciate that. And I think our, our dads out there, thank you for acknowledging the host negotiation, the host the hostage, the hostess, yeah, yeah. the hostess negotiation, right? The hostage negotiation tactic because you feel like you're a hostage to your own kids. We've yes. created monsters. We have created monsters. 
I am I am the hostage. Well, school couldn't come at a, at a better time. Actually, it should have come two weeks earlier. Yes. But uh, you know, God bless these teachers and these school administrators for tr- for trying to get it right. We've heard about so many school systems mm-hmm. that went back either mm-hmm. half on or full on or some percentage of in 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 class. Yes. And then three days later, whoops. They're- Got our first, first 15, 20 cases, time to go back home. Hey, listen, we know there was a local high school uh, system talking about going back five days a week, yeah. a couple months ago, all of their towns nearby were saying, they're going back full-time, why can't we go full back to, you know, why can't we go back and what we find out? They're not, they're all in cases, now, yeah. Right? Yeah. And in some situations, it's the kids going out, having parties, doing things, because you know why? They're kids. And... But who do you point the finger at there? You point the finger yeah, at... I think I'm pointing at the parents. A little bit the parents, because yeah. uh, on the other hand, like in colleges, you know what Northeastern did real quickly? Northeastern... Yeah, in ex- Boston. Expelled 11 students. For being sick? Bye-bye. Or for yeah. having a party? For having a party. Good. Bye-bye. Not only did they get expelled, right? Expelled, mean kicked out of the university. Not suspended, not to put on probation. They were expelled for not following the COVID rules. Yeah. And the parents' money, 36 grand for the semester... Bye-bye. Gone. No refund. No refund. Sorry. Huh. No deposit, no return. No de- <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I'm happy to hear colleges are on board. Maybe I need to get my hostage negotiation certification from <laughs> Northeastern University. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it seems like there's no ifs, ands, or buts. And so um, we're going to have a f- good time today. I appreciate the uh, the dead bites. I'm going to try a little bit, although, uh, I mean, Michaela is very much built in the same Model. Yeah. I cannot say the same mold because Perry is unique, of course. Yeah, but if you put them together, it's, it's like, you know, you would think that West or something in the water, we're just making, it, it making clones. Be. Yeah. So um, uh, we have talked about that. We're, we're looking forward to the first day. Um, it's a weird first day. Weird first day. Um, and, of course, Jess and my wife, because she, she's been on quarantine, they started class in school last Monday, and she's been going crazy. She's actually going to school tomorrow. So I'm, mm-hmm. I told her, I was honest, I was a little bit nervous. All right, put nervous. her in the bubble. Uh, Saran so, wrap her up. So um, it's it's quite a day. September 14th, 2020, will go down as a, a day in history in the Nathan family. I, I can't wait to listen to this episode maybe 10, 20 years from now. <laughs> it's like a time capsule. Absolutely. <laughs> what, what the F was going on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wonderful show today. We do have a great show. All right. We've got Todd Uderstadt. Uderstadt. From from founder to CEO. It's a podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Todd, he is a coach for entrepreneurships. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're, you know, again, we we're talking about the $15 play. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you happen to be a small business owner or an entrepreneur and you're, you're getting your business off the ground, you might have some wonderful ideas and you may know how to launch a business. But then that business starts to take flight, and there's other leadership skills that you have to tap into in order to make that business grow and sustain itself. So Todd Uderstad is going to uh, talk a little bit about that. Full disclosure, all right. he was my resident assistant my freshman year at Hofstra. He was your RA. My RA. Man, you're old. What? <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me? I know I'm older than you, so yes. It's, I, don't even remember the, I don't even remember my RA's name. Couldn't. They could be sitting next to me on the bus. What do you remember? Well, the good ones make an impact on you, yeah. and they stay in touch. Yeah. And Todd is wired that way. That's awesome. He's, he's an amazing guy. So coming up, Todd, Todd Uderstadt on Bad to the Day.
We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Remember, if you have a question for us or a guest idea, any idea at all to make the show more pleasurable for your listening ears, it's contact us at badtothedad.com. That's our email. Contact us at badtothedad.com. Social media, yeah, we're there because you have to be. And if you're not, well, are you really a thing? You don't really matter. On Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter, on some of those things that are hard to pronounce, but you know, there's a small German outfit that created their own thing. Yes. We're there, and pretty much all our handles on social media are at Bad to the Dad, including our website, which is badtothedad.com. I am super thrilled about our guest today because for me, it's a bit of a reunion. I, I told you in the A block of our show, Coach, that my resident assistant yes. from my freshman year, Republic Hall in the Freshman Center, Todd Uterstadt is on the program. Now, we're not here to just talk about him being a resident assistant, but we probably have to well, I think he's, scratch that surface he's a little bit. I know he's curious. That. He's gone yeah. past that, uh, that moment in his life. He has overcome it. He's, and I noticed you said he's an assistant, not an advisor. That's what they called it. That's what they called it at Hofstra. So, Todd, first of all, great to see you, and thank you so much for being on Bad to the Dad. Yeah, guys, thanks for inviting me. This is an honor. So I think I'll we'll wait to see if it's an honor later. <laughs> it's, it's, it's an honor for you, but uh, I think we'd be remiss if we didn't, you know, go down memory lane and back to 1992 was when I was a, a freshman at Hofstra, and uh, and Todd was our RA. You know, any any, I mean, was that all a blur for you, or is there <laughs> some some memories that that have rekindled since since we've gotten reconnected that that come to mind? Well, let's see. How many freshman young men were on that floor? Too many. Too many, yeah. So every day was a unique day with a lot of unique issues. <laughs> for, you know, there's a steady stream of guys coming into my room looking for help. Uh, rarely was it Adam, though, because yeah. Adam had his act together most of the time, right? Oh, I, wow. I, I had I, my moments. You know, what, what I loved <laughs> about Todd is his, his radar was, was blaring. You have, yeah. you have to remember, um, and we were talking about this earlier in the show, Todd is a military veteran, and Todd, we thank you for thank everything you for you've your done service. For, for the U.S. and, thank you and for our your service. allies. But um, he was an ROTC and ultimately served in military intelligence and mm-hmm. Army intelligence. And you, you kind of knew that that was where his career was going to go because I remember one night in particular, Todd, we tried to tempt fate. Oh. And uh, Matt Shulman and David Joseph, who's now the arena voice of the L.A. Kings. So, yeah, can you imagine uh, that? Yeah, just, you know. <clears throat> Boy from rural Upper Peninsula, Michigan, is, is now Uper. a big, big city announcer. He's a youper. <laughs> um, we tried to smuggle a 12-pack of beer into our room. Yes. And yep. we were successful with the smuggling. But I don't know, there was something. Todd sniffed us out. <laughs> and we were going to drink it Friday night. And he knocks us on his door on our door. And he says, hey, come on, let's hang out. And we never got to that case of beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's even funnier is I remember um, – I think it was uh, the end of the year and I was graduating and uh, Adam and Dave Joseph came into my room and said, Todd, can you know, you're graduating. Let's celebrate a little bit. Let's, let's, let's get some something to drink. Right. And I was like, are you guys kidding me? Do you think I am going to risk me graduating on this very day to get you guys drunk? Right. And you're like, Oh, come on, come on. I was like, Nope, not going to happen guys. You're not, not going to make it happen. And uh, so that was, that was the, the final try. You tried guys out of me at that time. No, but you guys are good. Solid citizen, you know? The question, (laughs) would you want to be an RA in 2020? Hell no. Are you kidding me? (laughs) The craziness that goes on now. I mean, it was pretty tame, some of the stuff we dealt with. I mean, girl 
friend problems. Yeah, we had a couple guys who were, you know, experimenting with drugs. We had kind of knocked that out of their system a little bit. And, uh, you know, just the normal stuff, I suppose, you know. So I remember we had a couple guys who played lacrosse and football and a whole bunch of different sports. And, you know, they had injuries and they were worried about their injuries. And and then there were the people like uh, Adam who, you know, was, was lived right next door to me, right? And uh, who was like, hey, Todd, you know, you might want to take care of this. There's some guy in the bathroom, naked, full of, of uh, Sharpie pen marks all over him. Do you remember this, Adam? I do. Um, and because the, the kid came back from a rush at a, at a um, fraternity. fraternity rush. And apparently he got drunk and passed out. And the fraternity he was rushing, great bunch of guys, um, apparently your, saw fit to write all, all over his you. body. Yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly, right? So Adam sensed in his very empathetic way that there was something bad I need to check uh, into. <laughs> Adam D, Adam D, you've always and, had it. And the it. stuff that, that's written on somebody's body when they're completely <laughs> inebriated yes. and dead to the world, these aren't, this is, we're not talking about like iambic pentameter. We're no. talking about, <laughs> about love poems here. No. The, 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 with the, uh, the quadratic formula. You're not going to see any algebraic equation no, written no. on somebody's leg. You're going to see arrows pointed to certain Body yes. Of the body, yes. Right? Uh, um, yes. Claiming that somebody is maybe missing something, or, uh -huh. or yes. should be, a, you know, uh, yes. a little more in depth. Most of the words were seven it. letters or less, I think. <laughs> yes. A different kind of wheel of fortune, if you will. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cool. No. So we, we we did have fun because we had we had a good time, uh, but at the same time too, you know, with all those guys, it was hard to keep everybody kind of uh, making sure they're not going to kill themselves, making sure they're not going to hurt anyone else, and making sure they weren't going to end up on the evening news. <laughs> and, and on Long Island, you yes. know, listen, Long Island, Amy Fisher, uh -huh. you know, they'll, they'll go after That's her. Right. That sounds a little little juicy. Right. Yes. Awesome. Well, Todd, uh, yeah. we're, we're thrilled to see what you're doing now. Uh, like us, you're a podcast host and you've been doing it for a while. Tell us a little bit about the podcast from founder to CEO. Well, it didn't start very auspiciously. I mean, uh, you and I were both communication arts majors when we were at Hofstra, if you recall. Mm -hmm. yep. And uh, Dave Joseph as well. A couple other guys, I think, on the floor as well. And uh, so I, I, I coach CEOs on a regular basis all day, every day. And so I, used to, I was getting these, all these phone calls from founders who are graduating from kind of the incubators and the accelerators in the Midwest. So pretty common in New York, right? In LA and San Francisco, of course, and Austin to have a lot of these guys graduating from these things. But in the Midwest, it was becoming relatively new that you can kind of go through an accelerator, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, get some traction. So they would call me and they would say, hey, Todd, we really need you to coach this person or the person would call me, I need, I need you as my coach. The problem was our business model was not set up for startup founders. It was too heavy, too expensive. So I said, well, you know, maybe I'll take a page out of my old days, you know, before the army. I'll just start a podcast. That must be easy, right? <laughs> and, uh, but, I, but I wanted a twist on it because I don't know about you guys, but I kind of get sick and tired of hearing everybody's hero story about how great they are. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, and especially when you have a good PR firm, a lot of these founders, when they start getting traction, I mean, they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. They're disrupting this segment of the world and going to save the world from this. And I know it's all baloney, right? And you all know it's baloney, right? They have all sorts of issues. So long story short, I started the anti-hero podcast from founder to CEO where people had to tell their mistakes or their mishaps or frequently their misconceptions. But these events that change them the yeah. most mm -hmm. 
into being a leader. And lo and behold, people actually wanted to listen to Goofy Me, more, probably less than that, and wanted to listen to all these other non-hero stories, and the rest is history. You know, so um, what I like, I also hold a separate podcast. Um, is your podcast with other people, or do you talk by yourself? Yeah, so it's me interviewing Fast Growth Founders okay, uh, right. every Tuesday, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I love the fact that you do the, uh, the anti one, um, because as, a, as an entrepreneur myself, I find my stories of failure uh, clearly outshine anything success, and especially today's terms, you might deal with entrepreneurs that literally have to transform and rebrand themselves in marketing, because that's what I'm going through as an entrepreneur, that 70% of my business as a professional speaker is gone. Um, so, um, how have you taken this particular podcast and moved it to the next level in terms of your own business? Yeah. So, uh, um, we first monetized by having a program called trail team 10, which was, uh, and I'm ashamed cause I am really not a good marketer at all. In fact, I'm really bad at it. And so I thought, okay, I'm going to create a hiking theme because that's what being an entrepreneur is like. It's being on this long hike, right? And uh, the marketing around it was horrible. We, we did a good job. We did three sections of it, 10 founders for six months, and people loved it. But it was hard to get people into it because it was still not quite what they were looking for. Um, so we've uh, switched, and now we do a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching, some small group coaching, and we're working toward launching a membership platform called Founder Life, where it's kind of a, uh, think of it as an accelerator for personal professional development for founders. Nice. Now, what we've discovered in our short time podcasting and four seasons, essentially yeah. less than two years is you never know who's listening and you, <laughs> you can never imagine where they're from. You yeah. know, you've gotten a lot of traction globally that, you know, probably when you started, you didn't expect uh, for us, we've got a huge base in France. Now I, I've got a lot of uh, friends in France, former coworkers, but I got to tell you, I don't have 26,000 <laughs> friends in France. I guess I do now. Um, what's been your biggest surprise with your reach for the podcast? Um, yeah, that's a very interesting question. I think, and I'm curious what you guys think about this too. When, when you wear earbuds in your ears and you're listening to someone podcast and listening to two of you talk each week, people, people feel like they know you. <laughs> Have you experienced this? It's like eavesdropping on somebody else's conversation, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'll get these phone calls like a couple months ago, uh, I was driving up I-71 in Cincinnati, Ohio, and my phone's ringing, and it says Moldova on it. I'm like, Moldova? I'm like, there's no town in Ohio called Moldova. <laughs> Not that you know. <laughs> right? Well, that's, I think there is. And I'm like, God, that, that, maybe that's the country of, right? So I answered it. I said, and this guy's called me. Oh, Todd, I need to talk with you. I'm like, who is this? And the guy told me his name. And I said, where are you calling from? He says, Moldova. I said, the country of Moldova? And he said, oh, yeah, yeah, it's so-and-so. I'm like, I, he, as if I'm like, you know, I know him. Like, he's my long-lost cousin or something like that, right? <laughs> well, you were an RA. He could have been a student. <laughs> he could have been. He could have been, yeah. Like, there, was, there were many guys in that floor. I could have forgot some of them. Quiet, quiet Moldovan that we didn't, <laughs> who did not get written on when he was drunk. That's right. That's right, yeah. So, anyway, he was having some troubles around something, and he thought I could help him out with it. And we talked for a while, and, and it was just kind of a little bit unnerving because, to your point, um, I don't think my following is as big in France, but there are some countries where we get a huge following. You know, our following is growing fast in India because um, I'm sure you guys run out too. This new platform called Ghana, I think that's how you pronounce it, where it's kind of like the Spotify of India. And uh, so I get more and more, you know, feedback from, you know, entrepreneurs in India who are trying to make their way as an entrepreneur. So it's kind of unnerving, you know, because you don't know who's listening sometimes. 
and they're all around the world. Have you guys ever looked at your the map? We were just we looking just at it before, did. before did we it? started yeah. talking to you, and we're like, God, wow. Yeah, yeah we, we actually, India was yes. one of the countries where we felt <laughs> we like we need a little more traction, because I used to work at an Indian company, yep. so I'm like, uh, why aren't more people from India listening we to got, us? We have Brazil, Peru, Argentina, South Africa. Japan, <laughs> Norway, and it's, there's no rhyme or reason. And, and there, there's some one person in Norway that enjoys our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, have you guys ever gotten any like strange messages from someone looking for help and want to share their, bear their soul to you? No, we have not because uh, they don't like to contact us personally. They just like to listen to our show. But we do offer a special sponsorship. As a matter of fact, NMD, what is a sponsor? Well, it's it's uh, fifteen dollars for two episodes. It's a special. Sorry, we had to get that in. You were talking about marketing, and yes. you inspired us. So put that in there. And, and if it and if you're uh, from India, we'll take fifteen rupees. We know that amounts to a dollar thirty, but we'll take it. Anything to keep the show going, right? Yes, hundred yeah, percent. So. Um, what what has surprised you about some of the people that you coach? You know, you have a lot of folks who are, they've got a, a great idea. And like you said, there's that pivot point, right? Where they're starting to gain momentum and yeah. perhaps they have to transition to a different skill set. But what, what, what has surprised you about those kinds of people either that either made you roll your eyes or where you're saying, hey, good on you, mate. Good stuff. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because um, I think what surprises me is is a little bit odd because I have an odd background doing what I'm doing. So, like, I, I made a list of the things that founders are surprised by, right? But it's it's kind of different. They're different than what I'm surprised by. And it's probably because, you know, I, I grew up in a very middle-class, blue-collar neighborhood and family in Connecticut. And so, like, discipline and hard work and responsibility. I mean, I had a paper out at age seven. Um, and so, you know, I'm like, I guess I'm just discipline and responsibility is part of, you know, who I am. And so when I talk to founders and they tell me things like this, like I'll stop recording and we'll chit chat for a little while. And they'll say, oh, Todd, you know, it's just really hard. I'm like, well, what's hard? What are you talking about? Well, you know, one of my team members, they just got a mortgage. And I'll say like, well, what do you mean? What, what, why, is, why is that concerning to you? Well, that means this is real now. Like we actually have to have a real company. And I'm like, well, didn't you know that when you started the company? No, I didn't know that. Are you kidding me? We just wanted to create some great software or whatever. And so this kind of realization about the weight of responsibility when other people are relying upon you. I guess maybe I take that for granted because, you know, I'm a former army officer. I'm like responsibility. Oh my God. That's like your middle name every day. Right? So that kind of has taken surprised me a lot um, hearing that um, because I guess it's just not part of my experience to have to like to be surprised by that. You don't, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do. And you know, listen, I'm just going to ask Drew wine real quickly because a lot of our dads that are listening are this generation called millennials. I'm yeah. not sure if you're familiar with them. Uh, <laughs> and you said something about having a paper route. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think many individuals that are millennials have any idea and especially what in the world that means. So if you take a quick yeah. second, you know, bit, explain to them what is a paper route. Actually explain to them what is a paper. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, we still get the, we get the Wall Street Journal delivered to our house every day. Uh -huh. So um, it, was, it was an afternoon newspaper called the Evening Sentinel in Ansonia, Connecticut. And I delivered it every day after school to, I think I got it up to about 200 houses. You literally took a paper and <laughs> I did. delivered it. 
Yes. On my Huffy bike with my Batman radio, electrical tape to my handlebars. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. And collected my money every uh-huh. week on Saturday mornings. Yes. So it sounds like you've had this entrepreneurial spirit pretty much your whole life. I think so. I think actually, you know, uh, so like uh, Adam will appreciate this. Hofstra was very expensive, Adam. Right. So, um, you know, I didn't really have a lot of money to go to school there. And so I would run out of money to buy food like 30 days into the semester. And so I would go help all the ladies in the the um, what's that, the student center. I forget what that's called now. Yep. Uh, clear all the tables and eat people's leftover food. So like it's not like entrepreneurial to me. I'm like, I want to be able to eat. Like, you know, I, I want to be able to like not ever be Poe again. That's one of, the, one of my motivators. I, I wish I would have known that because I always had an extra box of Drake's <laughs> Yeah, I know. You, your diet in, uh, at Hofstra was uh, less something to be desired, Adam. You know what I mean? Not, 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 not so good. Not so no. good. kept me off beer, so that was good. It was only the freshman 12, not quite. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, Todd, you know, we're, we're a show about dads, and dads obviously have kids, and you know, there's the important skills in life, like, you know, changing the oil and, um, no, changing the oil and, you know, learning how to be a, a small business owner, whether it's a, a paper route or a babysitting business, uh, you know, it, it's important to understand those mechanisms. Um, yeah. how are you teaching your kids or how are you teaching other people's kids about the importance of being an entrepreneur or just business in general? Yeah. I'm not so sure my kids would always say that that's been a positive experience for them. <laughs> um, I think, well, like, I mean, one of the challenges I think, and I'll get back to you about like how I teach them about this stuff. Cause it's not hard. Cause they hear me li- editing my podcast episodes all the time. They get kind of tired of it, but I, you know, I think a challenge of making sure my entrepreneurial life doesn't bleed excessively over into my family life. It's really, really easy to do that. And I have to catch myself a number of times to make sure, okay, Todd, wait, 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 wait. The boundaries are getting way too blurred here. Let's, let's make that boundary more secure um, so that I can focus on those things like they want, they want. So like this past Saturday, something really fun happened that hasn't happened in a while because most of the time my kids scoff at what I'm doing. Yeah, 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 your podcast, right? Or yeah, 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 you know, your business. Um, you know, they hear about it all the time. And so, um, but last weekend, my daughter says to me, you know, I think I want to start a tutoring business. Hmm. And I said, oh, really? Well, what do you know about tutoring business? Well, could you take me to your office and like treat me like one of your customers, one right. of your clients? Oh. And I said, okay. So she got dressed up. She came into my office. We used the business model canvas and mapped out everything, right? And I was, it was really a lot of fun, right? So then a week later, I said to her, hey, how things go with your business? Uh, what are you talking about, my business? <laughs> I'm like, the follow-through on all the things I taught you about that. And uh, she said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm busy doing this, this, this. Okay, so you're not going to follow through on it? All those hours you spent in my office. <laughs> but hopefully you've planted a seed that will eventually germinate. From your mouth to God's ears. I hope so. Yeah. So did you charge her anything at all? Well, that's an issue. I did tell her how much. Well, I've told her a lot of years. Like, yeah. have, you, have you done this like, hey, Jenna, like people spent a lot of money on my advice. Mm-hmm. You might want to listen to me once in a while, right? In one ear, out the other. But this past Saturday. It was the first time she's ever like, listen to me. It's like, whoa. (laughs) 
So yeah, they listen, they not listen, you know. Sometimes we, when we have our dad hat on, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes oh yeah, the dad hat, right? I'm gonna ignore the guy with the dad hat on. Because you're dead. You're you know, you're you're supposed to be giving good advice. And because I'm your kid, I'm supposed to not be listening to you. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that's and then on top of that, you know, if you charge a little something, then you know as a as a business professional, the more inclined to do the work because they paid you something for it. Exactly. You hold them accountable. So it's tough with your kids. The great thing is my kids want nothing to do with me, nothing to do with my expertise because what do I know? I'm just their dad. Yep. It's funny you say that. Can I tell you a, te- a proud dad moment? Then that Absolutely. like the be- please share the best part of this whole that whole exercise was she was mapping out how much money she could potentially make between <laughs> now and the end of her senior year of high school. So she's in right. eighth grade right now, right? Yeah. So she was all excited. She was on my whiteboard, which is right in front of me right here. I'm looking in, and um, I was like, "Yeah, do it." And she's got my calculator, and she says, "Oh." I can make like $8,400. I said, yeah, isn't that great? And she says, oh, wow, that'd be great. I said, but you're not calculating in taxes. She says, what? And I said, well, yeah, just pretend a third of that is not even, you're never going to see it. And she's a third. She's on the calculator. She says, no way. Well, what are they going to do with it? Great question, question. Jenna. <laughs> Economics. <laughs> That's what we need so that, financial ability in sense classes in the school <laughs> exactly reinvestment you know you're gonna have to reinvest to build up your business and your expenses and, and, and your, cost right. sold if she's you know running a product business but it's yes so maybe there's less overhead yeah oh, man there's all different avenues of discussion here with young yeah people. well that was my favorite part where she was like wait a second what are they gonna do with that money I'm like oh that was my favorite question she asked me yeah. and then yeah. they just say but wait a second you have your expenses so if you take your expenses that comes out and that reduces your tax structure <laughs> exactly. She, that was a little beyond where she was at that time. But I'll, yeah. I'll call you up and you can explain that to her. You sound like you're well-versed in it. <laughs> so, Todd, outside of talking shop with your kids, what, what are some other things you like to do with your family? So, one of our favorite places to go on a regular basis is Hocking Hills, Ohio. Um, it's kind of like at the base of the Appalachians. And so, there's all these caves and we love hiking and whatnot. And, of course, my kids are involved in lots of sports. So, um, my son does cross-country and track. My daughter does uh, a lot of theater and um, soccer. And, and so, we're constantly, you know, probably like you two, driving kids to all their stuff. And uh, so we do that, and uh, we also like to play board games. I know it sounds kind of like geeky, no, but we play, no. bo- we play board games. We, ha- we must have Rona, every board game we made. It's like the fifth dad that we've had on <laughs> yeah. that's, that's gone back to board games. Yeah. Oh, no, this is not going back to it. We've been doing yeah. this for years. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, we like it because, and I like it too, because um, I like, my, my son likes to do these very complex games. Like, no, 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 no. I, I, it's the end of the week. I, I want to do an easy game. So there's this like, I forget, I call it the choo-choo game. I don't know what it's called. Uh, but he likes all these complex games. Like he was playing pandemic before we had a pandemic, oh, yeah. uh, you know, and all those other kind of like, you know, very intense and complex games. But I like the simple ones the best. You don't play like cards against humanity with your kids? Oh, oh Yes. <laughs> Yes. You've got. You, yes. You, you've gone there already. Well, um, our kids have been begging us. Yes. I've go, I've gone through the card deck. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's so, what we don't waste our time with that. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a censored. <laughs> yes, it's a censored deck. Yes. Yeah, because he was my, my son was curious about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's a great place to talk about curiosity. It's a rite of passage. Absolutely. Exactly. <laughs> They're not learning this stuff in school, right? No. <laughs> no. That's you know, right. So, so Todd, this has been great. Uh, we do have a section in our, our show called Dadvice. Mm. So it's advice 
but for dads. Yeah. So what I'd like you to do is think about what kind of dad advice can you offer our dads who are listening that you think would be helpful for them to know as the role as a dad? Uh, I, th- I thought you were going to say dad advice. Like, what's what's my biggest vice as a dad? <laughs> I was going to say against humanity. <laughs> you're right, you're right, right, right. <laughs> there might be some ice cream involved in that too. I mean, maybe it involves whips and chains, but that's a different episode. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a different episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That different podcast altogether. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I guess like I have struggled to make sure that I always put my own physical health at front and center, and I realize more and more that I got to do that no matter what. Like, no matter what's going on. So, um, you know, we all get to a point in time where our bet, our dad bod gets in the way of our ability to do everything else. Right. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't yeah. you say? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I've realized, like I said to myself, this, I said to myself a couple months ago, I said, you know what, what if it was my job, my number one job to like to make sure that I'm in good shape and, uh, that kind of changed the paradigm for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus my son's driving now. Oh. So I have, I have a little bit more time to be able to do that I'm not driving him all around. Yeah. So I probably, I would probably say like, don't sacrifice your health. Mm-hmm. It's, you can't, if you, you, you it's, it's going to be seasonal. Cause like, you know, when my kids were first born, you know, you're like, don't get any sleep and do you have time for anything else? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think that um, we all tend to, at least many dads I talk to sacrifice our health and we say, Oh yeah, you know what? For the next two weeks, I don't need to go to the gym or anything like that. I'll, I'll start back in two weeks. Adam's smiling already. He knows, right? Yeah. I just got back in the pool. My God, yeah. it was like, uh, I thought I had the, uh, the anchor to an aircraft carrier on, uh, on my leg. <laughs> yeah, no, well, are you swimming or walking in the pool? <laughs> yeah. I got my floaties on. Come on, it's a, it's a very athletic. <laughs> he's reaching that age. He's, he's reaching that I, age. I am where... a flotation device, Todd. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, you know, I mean, I, I sometimes I go to the pool and rather than swim, I just walk back and forth because it's mindless, and it gives me time to think. You I know, seriously, yeah. and I got the resistance rather, and so I can walk less time in the pool than walk in my neighborhood and get a better workout. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, you no, know, I've uh, I've started walking. It's part of the deep yeah. end now, I tell you. Yeah. The deep end. Well, you got to keep your head above water. <laughs> you know, I've started walking four miles, three to four miles every day since June, my wife and I. So Really? Just, just because we just, I got to feel like you get out because all you do is sit on your ass every day. I know. On computer, so. Yeah. You should it's, probably it's, not walk the three to four miles with a Hershey bar in one hand in it. <laughs> but yeah, you be you. Everyone's got their thing. Listen, sometimes <laughs> it's, a, it's a beer and a shot of bourbon before I go. Just yes. to kind of keep my head. You know, spit in the right direction. You can't bring the bourbon with you on the walk? Come on now. With <laughs> <laughs> a little thing, just backpack, a little sip there. Exactly. But the codes are very stringent. Well, you know, now that they sell wine in cans, yeah. pretty soon they'll be selling brandy and all that stuff in cans. You know, those, you know those hats that they yes. go at, at Jets game? Yes. Right? Or, or Giants games, right? <laughs> get that, get hey, if not, if not that shark tank right there. That shark oh, tank right yeah. there. All right, write hey. That write that down. down. And the, and That's the a Lori Grenier investment right there. Go on QBC. Yeah, no question. No question. Todd, great getting reconnected. Great having you on the program. Todd Uterstadt of From Founder to CEO. It's a podcast. It's also a coaching business. Todd, where can we find the podcast? On every podcast platform you can think of. You can go to Spotify and Ghana. Name it. Yep, Ghana. Yeah. Uh, Even Pandora. uh, From Founder to CEO.com. You can find all the links there. Awesome. Todd, thanks for being on Bad to the Dad. My pleasure. We are bad to the dad. Download us wherever you find podcasts.
We are Bad to the Dad with Coach Randy and Adam D. Again, contact us at badtothedad.com. That's our email for suggestions, questions, letters to the editor. We are the editor, and we'll be happy to read them. And if you'd like, we'll be happy to read them on air on the Bad to the Dad podcast. I want to thank Todd Uderstadt for being a guest on Bad to the Dad. He is, of course, the host and producer of From Founder to CEO. It's a podcast. Please, if you're interested in business, whether it's big business or entrepreneurial type business, check it out. You can find it wherever you find podcasts, just like Bad to the Dead. Wherever you find podcasts, you'll be able to find... Yeah, we're now on Amazon. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, Apple. We're on. There's a whole bunch of them that we're on now. So anywhere we go. And as always, Adam D., you know how to make these guests work. You do. Thank you. You, know, you just have to uh, go back back in the well. Yes. That, you know, uh, you have to almost yes. play. <laughs> thank yes. you, man. <laughs> it, it's almost like this is your life. Yes. And you just have to think back to all the people who are dads who are doing interesting things. And, and Todd, I've always admired him. I, I admired him when he was an RA. He actually taught me to repel off a building. Off First a time building. I ever repelled, um, he probably saw like deer in the headlights. I was scared crapless. But uh, he he got me energized to get to the top of that building yeah. and scale that building. And then by my sixth repelling experience, you I was like, out. come on, let's go. We jump at dawn. <laughs> we jump at and dawn. It was all because of, of Todd. He was <laughs> able to you know tap into that, that courage nerve and, and, and get me repelling. Yeah. The first time I was like little by little, you know, yeah. one step, two step, like Batman and Robin in yeah. the 60 series. And then I was I was like SEAL, SEAL Team 6 or 7. I don't know. The, the, the SEAL team I would really say, bad. Sales. I would say SEAL Team 18 because you're Jewish. Yeah, that's oh, I like that. I see what you did there. You're going with Kai, yeah. and you know, Rosh Hashanah is coming Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Good for you, Coach. Yeah, well, Good speaking of which, Happy New Year. Hey, Shana Tova. Shana Tova. <laughs> happy and healthy New Year to all of yeah. our, our Jewish listeners out there. And if you're not Jewish, well, um, you're still getting an episode next week. Yes. So let's talk about episode three of season four. So, of course, you've heard of Leukemia Coach. Yes, we have. We had our our guest... Uh, Greg Feig, right? Greg Feig, and that was season... Two. Two. Two episodes, yep. season two. Yep. Go back if you haven't heard it. It's an amazing mm-hmm. story where, where he, he, he boxed yep. for, for charity to raise money for leukemia. Of course, you've heard of diabetes. Yeah, I've heard diabetes, You've heard yes. of Alzheimer's. You've heard of all these diseases yes. that you know get a lot of publicity and mm-hmm. have very large 501c3s. Have you ever heard of Usher 1F? I cannot say that I have Usher. Usher. Not Usher the singer. Okay. Usher the disease. Usher, Usher 1F as in Frank. As in Frank. It yeah, is a West- syndrome that mm-hmm. is the leading cause of inherited deaf blindness, and type 1 is the most severe. So we're going to be talking to a dad named Jared Root. He's okay. a friend of ours from our community. who's going to tell us a little bit about Usher 1F mm-hmm. and what he and his family uh, deals with, how they cope, and uh, how they still bring enjoyment into their child's life, and how you can not only learn about Usher 1F, but how you can donate uh, to research. Excellent. For Usher 1F. So that's on Bad to the Dad. That is next week. That is episode three. Coach, great spending another fun Sunday morning with you. Hey, it's always fun here in the den. It's good to have you. Another great show. Locked up. Put it away. Wrapped up with the bow for our listeners. Happy listening. Happy listening. We're Bad to the Dad. Dads, have a great week.